see, it's funny. He said, get us rolling, and we're using dice. <laughs> so so welcome welcome back, guys. It's been a month. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for saying a month and not, you know, a, a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so for, for everyone listening, we're, we're playing in the middle of February, and the last time we actually got together was... December something. Nope, it was, no, it was Jan- January. January 8th. Yeah, we had one session. One session in January. We were like a month where December was like no games because December. Yeah. And then ho- like, holiday, sickness, moving, uh-huh. uh, tax season. I think, I think everything uh, everything fell down. So I'll, I'll take the, the recap. But first, uh, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party podcast, where all the party really wants is an honest week's pay for an honest day's work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time we've no. tried to do honest work, it's ended very well. No, I want to kill. <laughs> okay, Barbara. That can that can be honest work. Well, she's honest about I mean, it, yeah. and, and yeah. it is solid work. That's so true. yeah, that, that's, that's also honest work. Oh, you get paid good. Yeah. We should yeah. find you a contract that involves assassination. Oh, there you go. Contract killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's you to go. Yeah. Here's <laughs> your target. Go. Here's your murderer. And it's like where. <laughs> Looks down. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and you're talking to like, oh, it's so cute, while you stab it. <laughs> it hurts, <laughs> but it's still so cute. <laughs> so uh, I think I'll take the recap on this one since it's been a while. No, I'm not saying it. See, for good, for being good. I'm disappointed in all of you. I am trying so hard not to. When last we left, you guys went swimming in a, a great Ew. big puddle of drool. Yes. Yay. You were were attacked by Weird Swift Prime uh-huh. in, in all of her beautiful caterpillary metamorphosy glory. She was beautiful. She was she was horrifyingly beautiful indeed. She was Mothra. She uh Galdrian has a twenty something charisma, she had a negative twenty charisma. <laughs> it's so horrifying, but you can't look away. You captured her her power, right? Put it put it in the statue. Mm-hmm. Left nettles to update the the ancients in the shattered remains of the city of Believe. Mm-hmm. Went back to Overlook, freed Proud Scream from his magical imprisonment in a set of enchanted armor, mm-hmm. and realized that the entirety of the sovereignty troop had just up and disappeared on great big birds while. The commander, um, one of her mages, and a uh, sort of short, chubby elf disappeared into her tent and never came out. So I'm going to have to have words with Kyoshi. In my mind, I'm hearing the Imperial troops, like, fast marching out, going, nope, 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 nope. Essentially. That's where we left off, was... You guys getting a, getting a good rest. Proud Scream being carted away by his men to be taken care of because he'd been locked in that set of armor for a while. We'll say Galdrian and Ardith looking out longingly to the west. I'm sorry, to the east. But finding no no sign of Shannara. Hey, as long as she's not here, they call Derek. We're okay for a little bit. Oh, uh, speaking of, since it... Uh, I, I almost forgot, but it's in my notes. Someone who shall remain nameless. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Because it was you. Oh. 
reminded death that there was one of you (laughs) that was isolated away from the rest of the party and you promptly blipped out of existence to go after Well, I did not realize that that is what I was doing. Maybe don't don't talk at all. <laughs> you stab things and eat cookies. That's your yep. job. <laughs> you have a role. From now on, if Suna wants to murder something, she should just not say anything and just do it. And what? <laughs> so wasn't that almost blab to those elders about what the statue was? Was that Suna or Galdrin? That was Suna. Was Suna. Yeah. Yeah, baby, talk talking. To be fair, I was the one who blabbed to the elders that it was a dragon. But they already knew that, so... Yeah, they already knew. I, I will... Try. Don't lie, <laughs> but, but don't tell the truth. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, only make some... some it's like, stop talking, stop talking. That doesn't mean kill? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your symbolism needs to change. Like, cut it out, okay? <laughs> Let you kill Joe. So, okay, this? Maybe? No, clamping your gold mask shut. Okay. Okay. That okay. crush him with a boulder. <laughs> oh, oh, I like that one too. No, that means shape shift into a crab and use crab claws to Yes, yes, it. absolutely. Absolutely. Go for the vital areas. Ah. So, uh, I could just use my frying pan and whack them instead of my sword. Yeah. So having said all that, I don't think you have a sword. You have a staff. Yeah. Staff, I knew what I meant. <laughs> um, do you? Sword she stole Galdrin's sword. <laughs> anyway, you guys spent the night in. Oh, so I get my dailies back. Yes, in. Thank God. Proud Screams uh, Mountaineer Guard Barracks, which is to say, you just got a wing of it for new recruits. So it's pretty much you guys in in bunk beds. Mm. And when you wake up, they're serving gruel and eggs, oatmeal, that kind of thing. Uh, Galdrin will will go ahead and get some. He's he's not above uh, gruel and eggs. Yeah. I don't think anybody here is except for maybe Suna. Say so I'll probably go for the oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's bland. I dig a little spices out of my little pockets and <laughs> add my own little spice to it. Yeah. Sugar and butter. Cinnamon. Yeah, you, you've probably got goat butter. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. goat. <laughs> I wonder if that guy's even still alive. <laughs> Suddenly, Galtrude remembers that someone owes him bacon. <laughs> In this town. If you'd like to provide it for the entire barracks, you can't. That's true. You just walk up to him and say, I will require 1,000 pounds of bacon, please. <laughs> um, yeah, Proud Scream, he's not here. All of his men are, though, and at least one of them comes by and thanks you for setting the commander free. Well, uh, it's, it's my pleasure to free Proud Scream. He's a good man. Uh, he, he assisted us in our hour of need, and... Uh, I will always repay debts owed. Trust me, he will. It gets annoying sometimes. The doc says he's going to be out for a while, so... I predict he'll probably be up before any of us is ready for him. At which point you 
you know, you see like the morning guard go out for their, their jog and at least six guys are carrying proud scream on a palanquin and he's jogging, you know, they're jogging along beside the men and he's shouting orders. Yeah. I was about to say, can't keep a man like that down. Orange boys. Uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's see how the good commander is doing. And Galadrian's going to jog. Oh, man, I'm so out of shape. He's going to try to try to catch up to them. And yeah, proud, proud screams, you know, yelling to the troops. I'm not even on my feet, and I'm faster than you. They'll, they'll, they'll run him by, and whenever he sees a cadet sort of flagging behind, he'll just swat him with his baton. He, he sees you, waves. Sees someone who like stops jogging, you know, focusing on jogging. Looks over to see who he's waving to. Proudscream smacks him in the back of the head with the baton. <laughs> yes, I tend to be a distracting influence. My apologies. Uh, I just wanted to properly thank you, Commander, for your assistance with the Sun Chaser Sovereignty troops. It's my town. It's what we're here for. And as Galdrians continue to jog with them, like. Clearly, uh, clearly he's keeping up, but he he's having to put some effort into it. Oh yeah, you can keep up with with Proud Screams guys pretty easily. Oh, okay, in that case, he's 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 a hefty dude. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, not to talk business while you are still recovering, but uh, I believe we spoke to you about the dragon problem. Mm? Oh yes. Well, uh, it is a problem we will have to solve ourselves, but I would like to make sure that the Mountaineer Guard is prepared in case of a another Cobalt attack. Oh, I think we're doing fine. We've got a new batch of recruits, and I'll be on my feet in no time. Have you been informed of the situation in Belieb, Commander? Uh, no. There is no more Belieb. That is unbelievable. <laughs> you can wait for that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, we, the kobolds attacked and uh, essentially uh, there are only a few survivors in the town. Uh, I believe an individual named Nettles uh, is uh, leading the survivors right now. Yeah, he, uh, he stops. And gives a whistle, and a couple of guys start running over. He says, prepare the rescue teams! And they you know, give him a salute, start running off and gathering recruits. He says, we'll send somebody down there. Excellent. Uh, I, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Uh, there have been attacks across the caldera. Uh, entire villages destroyed uh, by the kobolds. Gamas, I think it was Gamas, right? Yeah. Gamas has also been overrun by the kobolds. I'm not familiar, but that's terrible. Yes, I, I'm actually, uh, I'm thinking that it might be best to summon what survivors we can to more defensible positions, strength in numbers and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, we'll find anyone we can, see what's left of the outposts, and if we have to, we'll drag them all back here. The city is quite defendable with the mountains and the paths behind us. Yes, and I I would suggest that uh, we make preparations perhaps to, in case things go completely tits up, we should uh, probably consider the possibility of evacuating through the pass. Well, that'll be a tough sell for some of the inhabitants. The dwarves, the, the ogres, the half-giants, they won't leave. But those who will, we should probably make preparations just in case. Hmm. I'll send a delegate down to the Frost Elves, see if they can help us. Thank you, Commander. Uh, we'll be hoping to strike before it comes to that, but I can't guarantee that this enemy will not move on the city. Mm. I guess we'll come jogging up. Hey, were you uh, trying to get the recruits? We were going to block off the pass, remember? Uh, we're, we're going to attack. We're going we're gonna to stir up some trouble there. Uh Aren't we afraid of more kobolds coming out? Were you talking? Yeah, well, uh, the pass out of the. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I saw proud scream over here. And just You're thinking of the dragon flare. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're 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 trying to contain the problem. Proud scream. Uh, we're. It was bad out there. Proud scream says, "Excuse me, one moment." Scribe. <laughs> you know this young elven kid comes running over. How's your elvish? Kid looks at him. Eh. So-so. Get a warm hat, boy. You're going down the mountain. And the kid just kind of turns white. Yes, yes, sir. I'll give you a few phrases, just in case. He uh, runs off. Proud scream says, hmm. Well, I'm sure he'll be fine. The mountain's not that dangerous if you know what you're doing. I had no problem with them. Exactly. <laughs> we did all right. Uh, well, what are your plans then? We're going to be heading to the north. Where we're going to attack the dragon right in his lair. Mm, no. We're going to no. the dragon's lair. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a dragon's lair on the top of the map, right? Yeah, yeah but where Kimmet's going to come out. Okay. We're but Iacus thinks he's attacking the dragon in the lair. You're precious. <laughs> the, the, the scribe comes running back up, and Proud Scream says, uh, Hold on a moment. And he looks at the scribe, says, Give me one of those pass thingies. And the scribe kind of like pats himself. And now he's got on a big, thick jacket and kind of one of those, uh, what do you call them, like the mamushka hats. <laughs> and uh, reaches into one of his pockets and pulls out a couple of different pieces of paper, holds them out to Proud Scream, Proud Scream points at one, signs his name to it, holds it out to Galdrims. This should allow you to reprovision in any outpost. Oh, thank you for reminding me, Commander. There's something else. Uh, do you have any mages in the Mountaineer Guard? Sure. I mean, as far as practical mages go. It would be useful if you had some method to confirm to magically confirm the 
the species of each of your men via some sort of examination. That needs clarification. When I d- you remember the murders that took place here? Yes. When the cultists first struck, they had taken the form of other beings. I suspect that there are probably some embedded within the ranks of the Mountaineer Guard. All right. I'll figure something out. Some sort of some sort of uh, draconic litmus test. Huh? Or are you a dragon? No? Well, it seems good. <laughs> Surprisingly, sometimes you can catch them off guard by just asking. <laughs> I'll talk to my men. Thank you. Uh, with that, uh, we're going to begin our preparations to head north. By all means, and he just kind of gestures towards the barracks. If there's anything we can provide you. Just rest has been a uh, massive help. I've gotten more rest over the last week than I care to admit. Hmm. It's just made me want to go out and plant my sandal into something. Agus is trying to figure out if that's a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) There's a shirt for you. Go plant your sandal. Well, we're hoping to plant a dagger up a up a dragon's cloaca, so... So, yeah. Proud screen points at the barracks, says, if you need anything. And then he notices one of the men sort of, like, slacking off, talking to somebody else, and he's forward! And his men, who have just kind of been jogging in place, carry him up to that group who see him coming and take off. (laughs) I don't have to run fast today. I just have to run faster than the heavy (laughs) balakun. It's okay. Proud Scream has a long memory. (laughs) So when they get back from their jog... Suna has went through everybody's stuff and made sure they all have food again and restuffed everything and is is trying to figure out how to fit some blankets and stuff in her backpack mm-hmm. and and maybe so, whatever so, else she can find. Suna has found the uh, the maid's cart and is just <laughs> pilfering. I don't know why, but I have all these shower caps. <laughs> you never know when you don't need a shower cap. <laughs> Is that uh, why each ear would have her tail? Stretched one across Iacus's horns. Just just covers like this long. No, I, I like to think Iacus puts it on his horn and just like punches a hole through it. <laughs> yes, effective. Um, uh, yeah, you, you get a bunch of iron rations. So a lot of uh, like hard tack. It's going to stay good forever, basically. Salted meat. Uh, there's plenty of like coarse woolen blankets. Effective. N- nothing, not nothing fancy, but it'll yeah. keep you warm. I'm just stuffing it all in their bags and stuff, making sure theirs is heavier than mine. <laughs> that tracks. Wow, Suna. In the month since we played, Tuna has become chaotic dick bag. <laughs> no. So, box. Uh, while you're going through through people's things, who has the statue? Isn't that my job? I was going to say, yeah, I thought Artith did. I think Artith. 
does at this so point. So did I not see it? Ardith has it. Oh, if if if, we, if, we, if I'm in charge of that thing, it's on me. Yeah. Oh, okay. It gets it has its own go bag now. Okay. <laughs> yes, I remember you got it in its own bag. Yeah, it does not need to blow up my art supplies. Thank you very much. Oh, that's yeah. true. That that's discussion. right. That's right. All right. You know what Winsuit Old does when it gets hot? Boom! Oh, Galdrian probably does need to buy a new loot because his is waterlogged. Well, not exactly. It's not logged. <laughs> Drool log. Yeah, we'll, we'll say, you know, over the, the last day, Galdrian has probably, like, picked at it a little bit, but it has swollen from the inside out. Yeah, that's ruined. Yeah, it's it's done. Like... We can save it and smash it again. something now. Yeah. No, he's he's probably going to to see what other instruments are available in in the barracks, preferably in, one-handed ones. In in the barracks, none. But, but in the probably go out and to overlook. Probably. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a um, there's a shop that sells just sort of general goods, and it has a fine selection of. Um, you know, below average instruments for above average prices. Ah, overlook how I've missed you. Mm. <laughs> I mean, use some of that charisma and charm them and haggle. Yeah, Galdrian's gonna go ahead and try to try to haggle with him. Yeah. With with uh, a bit of a trade that he'll he'll uh, tune up some of them, make them sound a little bit better. Hello, I am Galdrian, and this is my favorite shop on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, give me a, give me a charisma check. Say plus nine plus. This is very clearly minstrel territory. Oh yeah. yeah. If, if you bring that price down, I'll play with your loot. That's eight on the die. I'll plus pluck your strings. Seventeen. So that's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, yeah, we'll say that you can probably get, like, you look through the pile because at some point there is just a literal pile of loots. And at least one of them is well used and well maintained, and you can probably pick it up for fifty silver. That'll work. I'll buy it for you if you want me to. Sure. Because no one's let me use my money. Okay. <laughs> you keep paying for shit out of party funds. That's because it's for the party. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll say that this is definitely a. Sun Chaser Sovereignty item, so it's like red, red lacquered. You know, it's probably got some uh, super cool bamboo accents. Yeah, it's uh, n- not a bad second-hand find. Gal- Galdrian just starts trolling through all the, the garage sales. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I found this tuba. <laughs> no. Hey, if it's a sousaphone, it should give me an increase to my armor class. It also comes with crush damage whenever he's hit. Yeah. <laughs> whenever Galdrian eventually goes down, you can, you can make a final attack. <laughs> Galdrian going down. <laughs> wow. That's how you know he's a true hero. <laughs> I mean, not for DC. Right? <laughs> um, right, so eventually we'll say it's probably... Maybe like eight in the morning. It's real early still. Proud Scream had his men up early. Um, I mean, military. Yeah, military. Mm-hmm. And is the Dreaming Dark still an issue? Like, whenever we were coming back? Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't you, think we handled anything with it. No, if you if you recall, uh, Nettles actually gave you some acorn or not acorns. Uh, the fast travel seeds yeah, that let seeds, you travel yeah. so that you could get here before dark. Yeah. yeah. If you look at that map, which I don't. What map? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where my. Yeah, yeah, I see the map right there. Yeah. I don't know where my physical maps went. But it's probably about 20 miles. Uh, the good news is, you know, as you were coming in, you saw most of that had been burned down, so you don't have to trek through tall grass. <laughs> can I find a little rickshaw cart around town? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we can. you can probably just find one for free that the soldiers abandoned. All right. All right, guys, hop in. Are we heading out now? Anyone else need anything before we leave? Shouldn't. All right. All right, I guess. <laughs> one, one of uh, Proud Scream's men comes running up to you and says, uh, from, from the commander, and there's clearly just like this uh, cloth bag that's clinking as he runs up to you and holds it out. And Galdrin will, will uh, take it with one hand. Uh, it wasn't necessary for him to give us a gift, but uh, I appreciate it. He said it's from his private reserve. Ooh. And Galdrian opens it up, thinking that maybe it's going to be a drink or something. <laughs> there, there are, in fact, drinks in here, but they are potions. Oh. And there, there's very clearly one that is labeled Do Not Drink in Proud Screams, just like gigantic, <laughs> slashing hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to find Shinar as soon as we tend to all this. Again, Kyo Shinar would have some words. I'm going to put a boot up some Sun Chaser Sovereignty asses if they've laid so much as a finger on her. You gotta get in line, buddy. (laughs) There's two in front of you. Yes. All right. Everybody loads up on the cart? Yep. I'll grab it. Yep. So, uh, last time Iacus took off out of the city, he just kind of bounded down the mountain. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to jump down the cliffside with people following me. Yeah, I assume you're going down the actual path. path. Yes, yes. So when you hit the bottom, uh, you've done this a couple of times, and you're always kind of greeted by this sort of slow, windy descent into the tall grass, and now it is just ash fields, Mm. as far as you can see. Pull up my bandana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're going behind Iacus, uh, you're getting a lot of dust kicked up in your face. Kishina's gonna pull out one of the washcloths that I stole and put it over in my face. <laughs> you have a handkerchief, don't you? Yes. Okay, good. What kind of bard would I be if I didn't have a handkerchief? I'm just making sure, honey. Yeah. It, it might even be unused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make good time as. Uh, as you pass by the outposts, mm-hmm. you can see that while the buildings are still standing, most of everything else is not. Yeah. Like all the fence posts, all the guard towers, um, all that stuff. We're heading up past our half-giant friend, correct? Correct. Yeah. He does not appear to be Sad day. In, in that location. Does anyone appear to be in that location? He, nope. There's no like big there. ant piles or nothing like before. Okay. No, I mean you you can now clearly see ant piles like <laughs> off in the grass. You know they have those really cool like tall mud structures, but 
No ants. They're they're scorched. Yeah. Um, no signs of. Uh, no, they're fire ants. Yeah. If we go through the outpost, do we see any? Uh, can we do a quick cursory glance around and see if they left anything behind? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you go inside. There, if you recall, there was a a big like canteen style building, mm-hmm. and then there was a two story building for the guard Look post. Out. Yeah. And uh, they are both empty. Everything inside has either been burned or smashed, but there are no bodies or uh, anything like that. Uh, can we check really quickly and see if there's any like trap, like if there was a bolt hole or cellar or anything that people might have went to? Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just give you because you're you're pretty heavy. Like you can yeah. feel it. Yeah. Um, just the, double checking. Yeah. The when you were in here last, the floors were wood mm-hmm. with planks, and they're burned down to the ground. So, okay. uh, but the buildings themselves were that. Um, what do you call it? That like clay adobe mm-hmm. style, and stucco. Uh, yeah, stucco. And so they're pretty heat resistant, but they are scorched inside and out. It really looks like somebody set just a fire that raged this way. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, while they were all looking around, I'm kind of just sitting in the town, meditating, but kind of giving the town a the nature a blessing for regrowth from burning and stuff. Okay. While they were looking around. Uh, speaking of, okay. would you like to use your contemplation in any way? Yes. So just since it's been a while since we played, just reminding you that you have a thing. A thing. Yes. To do a thing. Mm-hmm. We're going up towards the. No, I don't want to use that one. Um... You you cannot justify ocean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's an ocean sure. a thousand miles away from here. There's an ocean underneath um, it. It might be lava, but... Ha, joke's on you guys. This this whole continent's just floating on top of the ocean. Are we going near a volcano? You are in a volcano, yes. Okay, I'd like to use that one. Okay. When an enemy engages me, I deal fire damage equal to my level to them. Okay, that is your responsibility to remember. Yep. That's really useful so, against red dragons. <laughs> <laughs> so now that Suna has finally... Embrace the inner volcano. What what does it look like? It's okay. I don't think everything we're gonna fight is gonna be a cobalt. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know what else. Nothing else is really that good. Huh? Jokes on you. You're all cobalts now. Oh, cool. That was a cobalt. Co- cobalt. Oh, that one might be good, I guess. Mm. Turns out we were just rebel cobalts. Because we're about to go into caves and stuff, aren't we? Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Well, it's either that or I can sense tremors and subtle echoes in the air. And you are not currently in a darkness. cave. Yeah, we're not currently in a cave. So. Not right, in a cave. Let's keep the fire damage. Okay. Um, ooh, so I get, like my acorns, little red, um, what is it called? Aura mm. around me. Get a little, you guys look up and Suna is uh, simultaneously... Uh, on fire and not on fire at any given point. I'm going to go and try and pat her out. <laughs> you okay? What are you, do, what are you <coughs> doing? Well, you're on fire. No. There was just a big fire do here. Do I look like I'm yelling? Yes. Yes. Because I, <laughs> I was patting I you was and you're like, I was blessing Stop. the land and helping I think you it did it to... wrong. <laughs> and why do you think that? Fire? There's fire everywhere, and you're on fire. 
Well, then good. Whoever touches me that is my enemy will get hurt. <laughs> you are not my enemy. Did you get hurt? For now. Not, not yet. Okay. Do you plan on becoming my enemy? Is there something I need to know? Is there something I need to know? <laughs> Given side eyes at the box. <laughs> uh, I'll pick up the rickshaw again. I guess we're ready to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't burn the, the cart unless you want it to. No. <laughs> Please don't want to. No. <laughs> I will smack you if you wanted to. No. I'd like to think it's the equivalent of Suna just like rapidly rubbing her feet on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Walking up to her. <laughs> setting it on fire. I mean, you know, that, that's what I do. Um, yeah, so it takes you a couple of hours. Um, off in the distance, I believe to the northwest, is the dwarven settlement of Mayir. Mm-hmm which had, as you recall, gigantic wooden log walls, like the vertical logs. Very not fireproof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, they're still standing. Oh, impressive. As far as you can, you know, it's miles that way, but it looks like the fort is still standing. It honestly doesn't look like the fire came that close to it. Okay, so even though it's miles away, any signs of, like, life or anything like mm-hmm. that? Okay. Yeah, you can see... Probably Galdry and, and Ardith can see because they have uh, special eyes. Special eyes. <laughs> what do you see with Those your elf eyes? eyes, yeah. Uh, yeah oh. You can see. <laughs> I can see time. <laughs> Just, um, I can see clearly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if, if if they. If they come for us, my company. <laughs> Do you want to dispute this copyright claim? No. No, no it was this asshole. He's right there. Um, yeah, no, you can see dwarves on the, the parapets of the walls. Good, good. Uh, Do we want divert it all and get them to cover if there's any outflow? Like, let them know that there might be some rampaging kobolds again, or keep going to the caves as I'm. Along. What does everyone think? I, it would be a detour, but they would be potential allies. Not that they can necessarily move against. Not that they can necessarily move against the dragons directly because of the treaties, but I think they may be able to lend us some assistance. I'm. I think we should warn them, if nothing else. But uh, we're making better time than we would have if y'all were just trotting along. <laughs> yeah, you have a walk speed that's like twice these guys. <laughs> You're a monk. Yeah. Um, go ahead and make me an intelligence check, Iacus. What with that fancy uh, forgotten draconic library. Okay, so that is 20. 20. So Galdrian said something about the dwarves not being able to interfere with the dragons because of treaties. Mm-hmm. Those treaties only refer to dwarves on the Obsidian Isles. Hey, by the way, <laughs> uh, funny story, uh, the the old treaties actually only talk about the Obsidian Isles, so the dwarves could help. Ah, good to know. Yeah. In that case, let's definitely make a detour. I think it would be worth the way to at least get an audience with them and let them know What's going to happen? I promise not to kill unless you tell me to. No killing dwarves. Dwarves, I promise not to kill unless you tell me to. 
That's the best kind of promise you Unless, can get from her. Uh, yes. Like there's no 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 argument. Her <laughs> yes. I, I appreciate Coffee fingers. That. Yeah. I, here's my pause. So we pause. <laughs> Dwarf. That is not part of a draconic cult equals friend. Um, eh. I'm, I'm not going to go that far. I haven't yeah. met them yet. I've got plenty of non-draconic Potential animals. friend. Okay, there. Yeah. I will, I'm I will, surprised he's still alive. I will actually try to sense. run faster. That's what I'm here for. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, makes sense, makes sense. I'm going to hurry to the Dwarvish settlement since we actually have a uh, destination in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, you guys. So it gets a little bumpy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> You're able to get there pretty quickly. Someone's gonna lend us my axe, my bow, and my ear. <laughs> and your brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. So, Iacus double times it to this uh, large wooden structure and pretty much, like, once you come into line of sight, uh, you have no no less than I'll say a dozen guards like pointing crossbows at you. As an aside, all I can see are these dwarves who have just seen the planes burn down, and they see an, a fucking minotaur just hauling ass, carrying two elves and a and a fox. Like, would, would you say he's hoofing it? Yeah, yeah. I just it's a. I'm mentally picturing this, and I'm thinking what the dwarves are thinking. Like, nope, level that fucking crossbow right fucking now. (laughs) Sir, we've got a a minotaur? I'm sorry, what? He's charging. (laughs) We've got a code beef. There's there's the episode name. Grill (laughs) him. Uh. <laughs> your your kind are really rare around here. <laughs> are any of the dwarves wearing red? <laughs> uh, no, actually. Okay. So as as you get closer to them, you know, so one of them yells out for you to halt. Galdrian <laughs> <laughs> uh, smacks into your back, uh, yeah. drifting. <laughs> um, they're. Most of them are very humanoid, mm-hmm. right? But a good portion of them are very either metallic or stony mm-hmm. in appearance. And they're wearing this sort of green and silver, what would you call it, tabard mm-hmm. over their armor uh, that has a falling, what looks like a falling meteor. Um, at which point this... Uh, Dwarf stands up, you know, he's climbed up the tower uh, over the gate and says, I am Jay of Clan. <laughs> Silent Bob? <laughs> uh, I was going to say Clan Starscream, but that's not right. <laughs> it was, uh, he says, I am Jay of Clan Starshear. What brings you here? We are seeking. Uh... Audience, we are headed to the north and wanted to provide warning of a possible uh, draconic attack. Well, we've already had one. 
There may be another in your near immediate future. He uh, lets out a whistle and the gates start to open up. I'll, uh, mind if we come in? <laughs> One of the guards okay. keeps his crossbow on you, but he motions you forward. Hey, isn't Jasmine here? Oh, no. 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 He was. He was in one of the cities. I think. He's an overlook. Okay. I'll set the rickshaw down and say, "All right, guys, let's go." You parking out here? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm parking it out front. Make sure to face it away from <laughs> the fort, just in case you <laughs> yeah. fast get away. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's. We'll go inside. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get inside, and uh, that dwarf is there, and he's got a couple of patches of like stony skin. But his beard is just made out of these very fine gemstones. So think like individual hairs that are just made out of gems. And he holds up a hand. That's far enough. You said you come to resupply and bring warning. First off, greetings, Jay of Clan Starshire. Um, yes. Iacus. It is... Uh, I will say an interesting meeting. I get that a lot. <laughs> yes, I, I imagine you don't get many of his kind around here. We are an insular people. So we don't get many of anybody but our own kind. Well, um, I'm actually uh, somewhat familiar with, uh, with your people. Um, I've come across a few enclaves, uh, in, in my past, but, uh, mainly we wanted to, as my friend said, warn you, um, of a potential attack. We're heading to the north and, uh, I know the old treaties, uh, of the dwarves, uh, have prevented y'all from interacting with dragons before, but we were potentially seeking aid to protect the caldera. Uh, we are... A free people. Of course. Not bound by the treaties of the meek any longer, or any of the treaties that preceded it, or nor do we own owe any any debt to the creators. Of course. You're nowhere near the obsidian isles. Correct. <laughs> so as far as aid goes, as long as you show no hostile intent. You are free to browse our wares as they are. Unfortunately, we've co-opted most of them in the defense of this town. Of course. Uh, and as, as I said, our main concern is making certain that any destruction and chaos is limited. Our walls are warded, for the most part, and we have an entire enclave of magic users to protect us. Excellent. Uh, that is reassuring. Uh, a lot of the other settlements have been decimated or outright destroyed. Uh, I think Overlook is one of the last ones standing. Mm. I expect as much. We have not sent any scouts out. What with the kobolds attacking us, and then the fires, and then before that, the sovereignty troops. Yes, those uh, 
pompous elves, and I realize how how ironic that must <laughs> sound coming from me, looking like them, but uh, they are no allies of ours. We made them the same bargain that we make you. Don't show any hostile intent, and you are free to move about the, the public sector of the fort. Thank you. Uh, let us take a brief moment and see if there's perhaps anything that we find that may be useful. Absolutely. And uh, all I ask, and there there is nothing that we can truly offer for this, but all we ask is if you and your enclave of magic users can can keep an eye out. We're, we're not asking you to sally forth and save the day, but uh, there is much of the caldera that is left, as he said, in shambles that can't protect himself. So if y'all can uh, either provide warning or aid to those who remain, if there is an, another outflow of kobolds, it would be deeply appreciated. We are equipped to handle a modest amount of travelers at the best of times, so... Provided it does not endanger the fort, mm. they're yeah. welcome. That is the best we can do. Well, thank you. Can you show the way to the the goods and services? I could use a drink if nothing else. He uh, he turns around, and so when you step in through the gate, there's just this large open area that is sort of bounded. Uh, if you think a, a U shape. If there's a main road going through the gate, just like straight back into the fort, there is a U-shaped block of shops and buildings. Mm -hmm. And he gestures and just says, this front area is for the public. Mm -hmm. Do not, and he points, and there's another gate a little bit further in. He says, do not go past that gate, and you will be fine. Of course, we're on a time limit anyway, so we'll quickly browse and then be on our way. Yes, and he looks up at the, the sky. I imagine you have a good five or six hours before dark. Right, so shopping. Uh, what are we shopping for? Gellandrin's just going to look and see if they have any uh, any weapons that might be an upgrade from his, as well as I uh, imagine some... We're going into a cave, so uh, probably some climbing gear and because uh, I imagine whatever we've had has been lost in the last cave that we went into. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can find we'll say climbing kits mm-hmm. for probably about 20 silver a piece. And we only really need three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, is there an apothecary or anything that might be able to help us uh, identify the potions that Proud scream left to us or supply on any. Uh, the potions, if you look at them, are labeled. Okay. Including uh, the do not drink one. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. write these down. Yeah. So uh, the one that says do not drink is an oil that you pour on your weapon. <laughs> on my fists. <laughs> I mean, you could. I would prefer not to, though. But it uh, it basically proud scream has written on the bottle. Um, you pour it on your weapon and speak the name of an element, and your weapon takes on that element. I think we can give that one to you, because I can already do that. And Zuna can summon. 
said things. All right. I, I just can summon fists. <laughs> I cast these hands. I cast knock. <laughs> um, the the potions are, we'll say there's two antidotes mm-hmm. to cure um, ongoing damage. I'm going to grab one of those. It grants you an immediate save mm-hmm. with a uh, plus two bonus. And then uh, the other two are healing potions. And those are... Uh, I forget. Those are basically a recovery roll. Um, it is a recovery plus 1d8 with a maximum of 30. Which I think I have one more card. I forgot to make a card for the the oil. Oh, yeah, so there's two potions of healing. Whomever wants them. Uh, let's see. I still have mine. My original one. Uh, I think Ian too. Ah, I was yeah, gonna say yeah. we're usually the one yeah. getting hit, so it's my job to get hit. Yeah, it is. Thank God. Talk shit, get hit, and then any any <laughs> that weapons. <explains> a lot. <laughs> any weapons or anything that look interesting? Um, there are a fair number of dwarven weapons, but nothing magical or enchanted or anything like that. Uh, what type of shops do we see? So there is a um, sort of like a general store. Mm-hmm. Um, all the goods are appear to have been made here mm-hmm. in all these shops, actually. Mm-hmm. There's a trade goods store. So if you need just like lumber or steel. If we were mercantile. Yes, if we were. Uh, there's a bank. They will happily give you a loan. <laughs> um, there are... Basically, industrial carpenters, uh, metal workers, who focus on sort of everyday use stuff, so plows, um, home furnishings, that kind of thing. There's sort of like a general armorer, mm-hmm. which is to say he has some weapons, some armors, but it looks like all of almost all of his racks have been emptied, and the uh, the two apprentices that are there are currently just like churning out crossbow bolts. I'm talking to him. Can I can I ask him? Does he have any spare grease, like that we could bottle up? Do you ask who? The armor. Um, oh. Usually there's quenching liquids, maybe some grease, oils, anything slick that I could bottle up. Uh, you I'm could, thinking back to the snot bottles about what I wanted you to could, do. With you them. could probably go talk to one of the taverns. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got two crystallized basilisk guys. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyone in here seems like they might might be interested in those or have a use for them. Maybe they they point you towards there's a there's a small um, a small building that has just like a sort of a general arcane symbol hanging above the door. This is maybe maybe him. Right. Oh. While you hit up the taverns, I'll go in there and see. Who knows, maybe they'll... At the very least, they might be interested in a trade for these. 
or they might be able to come up with some useful use for them. You you head over that way, and there is a a dwarf who has he looks more flesh than anything. Um, he's sort of balding on top, and you know he actually has hair. His mustache and beard are um, quaffed into this like exquisite scene with a windmill and a bike, and the windmill is actually turning. <laughs> um, and when you enter, he looks up and stands up and says, Oh, customers. Yes, yes. Uh, what can I help you with? I'm afraid our stores are mostly depleted, but I do have a fine selection. And he looks over and, you know, like the bins are mostly empties. I have a selection of magical uh, powders and goods. Yeah. Might I say, and I hope this is not too foreign to me, but I, <laughs> your beard is a work of art. Uh, yes, yes, I, uh, I'm actually the, the champion. Three years running. Yes. Uh, Daldrian and Ardeth have seen this beard before. Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, I am definitely interested in perusing your wares. We are headed to the north and uh, maybe fighting kobolds. Um, I wanted to ask if you knew of any uses for crystallized basilisk guys. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you can, actually. And he says, do, do you have one on you? I have two on me. Oh. Wow. Uh, he holds out his hand. I hand them out to him. And he kind of concentrates on them for a second, and they start glowing. Because, well, they're actually just concentrated magic. So you could break them into powder. Uh, we call that residuum. And then you can take that residuum and use it for enchanting or smelting, what have you. Uh, so they're just good general sort of magical, what would you call them, reagents. I, I think that's a good layman's term. And he mm -hmm. hands them back to you, and they, they glow for like another second or two, and then dim down. He goes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much magic into those. They might still bite. <laughs> good to know. Um, I am not an enchanter. I, I just weave my magic through uh, sounds that I make. But uh, let, let me take a look at your wares. Uh, I must apologize in advance. We normally only do bulk orders, but given the sad state of affairs, feel free to just <laughs> order what you like, and we'll, we'll come to an arrangement. And he, he points and says, eh, the guards took most of, and he kind of pulls up his fingers, the good stuff. But there may be a few potions still laying about. Uh, I think I have, and he holds up uh, a couple of these square, like highly polished rocks, and he puts them on the on the counter and says, "I think I have a couple of these left. If you uh, if you would like some enhancement on your weapons, all right. But otherwise, and he just gestures, like I said, to these sort of mostly empty bins of." of various labeled dried goods, crystals, powders. Um, Santa's behind you looking at all the crystals. <laughs> and, you, and you hear, you hear you come from? The, <laughs> the dropping of the crystals and so, looking. And... So let's talk about that. <laughs> um, it's actually nice because for a change, things are more on your level than... <laughs> <laughs> like these are, these are dwarf-sized 
dwarf-sized bins. <laughs> Galdrian's head is rubbing against the ceiling. No, like it's a it's a large open wooden building, but Galdrian definitely has to stoop down to pick up anything. That's what you get, Beanpole. <laughs> yep. So is Iacus's head rubbing against the ceiling? Okay. No, it's got it's got like really high vaulted ceilings. Yeah. They're they're. Uh, Galdrian probably remembers, but I think you guys have all been told like they're used to dealing with half giants. Okay. Oh, yeah. From from the the southwest, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. You know, like your friend. Yeah. So when, when you say enhancing the weapons, what what do you mean by that? I'm not very oh, magically adept. Uh, well, you take this, and he hands you this very polished rock. Who's don't say it, but there's a keyword, and when you say it, and put it near or on the weapon, it uh, makes it preternaturally, supernaturally sharp. And uh, keen hmm. for for a short while. Hmm. Well, that's so cool. I didn't happens, know a rock could do that. What happens if your weapon is your fist? Oh well, I suppose. Uh, are you referring to his? Yes. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Little Suna doing like karate chops over there. No mine. <laughs> uh, he he walks over and kind of picks up your. Picks up your fist a little bit and says, "Well, I suppose you could enhance your unarmed attacks with them." Wink. <laughs> uh, but when he flips it over in his hand, it, it does have a rune carved into it. Hmm. Cool. Right. Uh, how how much in silver would you like for that? And I set three rocks up next to him and look at Caldrian. Caldrian <laughs> uh, gives Suna a look as if to say. You don't don't expect anything. <laughs> like just little crystals. Or? Yeah, just little crystals. Um, just like random crystals. Yeah. Uh, you you says, ducked the mineral bin. Yeah. He says, "Well, I'd say a hundred apiece, or if you wanted all three, I'd give them to you for two hundred and fifty, and throw in those little ones. They're mm-hmm. unfinished." I don't have to have. It. I was just curious. Uh, we've got the silver. <laughs> I mean, that's not even. That's if, not if we want to, okay. I just, I was curious. We've still got over three thousand silver after I buy those, so. Okay. <laughs> so Galen's like, I, I think I have enough. What's the word? <laughs> oh. Uh. And do they <laughs> are they reusable or do they? No, they they are. They yeah, are one and done. Correct. Um. He says. He says a, a word, and when he looks at you and says, oh, I forgot, you don't speak the people's tongue. Uh, that is, I suppose, you, you say that word, uh, but it is offense, fight, something like that in your language. There's not an exact translation. Okay. I'll stick the rock of smashing in my, my pocket. Yep, so who, who aside from Iacus, <laughs> who, who gets one? Uh, Galdrian, uh-huh. and you don't use nope. your yeah, weapons she to use attack, yeah, so. I'm good. <laughs> uh, but you do get those other miscellaneous crystals. <laughs> yes, so um, when you use that item, it is a, uh, a plus two rune of enhancement. Is that just attack or attack and damage? Attack and damage. Okay. 
and it lasts for one battle. Okay. One battle. Mm-hmm. What's the action to use it? It is a uh, standard action to pull it and use it. Oh, I'm hearing it. Okay, fight! <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't do copyrighted music, but you know. You know. I know. I know Deadly you... combat! <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, fill in the blanks. <laughs> if, uh, if only there was some sort of alliance. <laughs> um, yeah, he says... Oh, well, uh, I think that's about it for all my big ticket items. Unless there's something else you found in the bins you would like. Just a quick perusal of the bins. Does it turn up anything particularly useful? I mean, Galdrian has probably seen a lot of how, this stuff. Uh, how alchemically perceptive are you? Uh, I guess might be? be because I was training with Shannara. I'll look Ooh, through it, too. Roll for it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> actually. Give me a check. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and roll for it, even though it's not going to get anything. 21. Nah. One. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nothing in this bin. <laughs> Galdrin's like, oh, I would like this alchemical reagent. Because it looks like, sir, that, that's the bin. <laughs> uh, no, Galdrin kind of looks, doesn't really see anything. I mean, there's stuff there, but you don't know how to utilize it. Uh, Iacus, you find uh, enough to make some healing potions. Like, I'm going to get them. Like, it would make Iacus feel good to make a healing potion. All right, we're going to need a card for crappy healing potion. <laughs> yeah. or, or worst case, you could save it and give it to Cheryl and we go find her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, like for him, like yeah. he wants to try and make it, even if it goes horribly. He's, he's a good Because uncle. then whenever yeah. he gets to Shannara, Shannara, you won't believe what I did. Galdrian yeah. died when I could have given him this potion, but I didn't, so I could show you. <laughs> uh, no, so you have one healing potion worth of reagents. Yeah. Not the stuff to make it's it. 20, but... 25 silver. Okay. Yeah, you don't have any of the brewing equipment. Yeah, but right, and that's probably all of his wares that we. Yeah, I mean, he's still got stuff, but it's like they they did, man. They picked him down. Yeah. To to the dust in one of the bins. Well, there's kobolds out there, and they need all the help they can get. I don't blame him. Any um, food shops? Uh, the tavern, I have to go get some grease. You no, can join not me. not like tavern. Like, um, because like... obviously we're going to be camping out in a cave or something, so I'm going to want to cook something for dinner. Can I Are get... you looking for game or preserved yeah. goods? Or... Um, so I'm going to make a stew or... Oh, um, uh, certainly if you want to go to the mercantile, they have all kinds of things. I could make us daffodil stew. All right. Uh, you... you... Uh, go ahead and and uh, I'll I'll pay for anything that you think is useful. Well, I'm gonna go get greased up then. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not touching that one. <laughs> nope. And if he gets greased up, no one else is either. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suna, you you go to the mercantile and basically you would have to buy spice in bulk or food in bulk, like. 
100 pounds, 200 pounds at a time. I would assume I would have some of it, so is there just anything... There's really nothing. Like, nothing there, there are things, so there are, like, um, mm. jars of jellies and, um, you know, like, pressed dwarven cakes and honey and things like that, but it's all in bulk. Iacus mm. um, is able to, we'll say, finagle his way into getting a couple of... Glass gut. Yeah. Well, they, okay. they just give you some old cooking oil. Yeah. So means they don't have to dispose of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a jelly. Mm-hmm. Like how much is in bulk? Could I carry it? Um, it's probably uh, we'll say like two silver per jar, and it is a, a literal crate of a hundred jars of jelly, like a wooden crate yeah. with straw in it. I don't think we're going to be no. buying from the. Yeah. Mercantile. No. Well, that concludes my needs. All right. I'm greased up. <laughs> I'm greased up. Okay. Let's head back out. We've got. Uh, oh, don't come near. Don't. Don't. Oh, I'm not actually greased. Up. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Fire and grease is not good. That's why they're under my coat. Okay. That's why I'm keeping my bag far away from you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you guys okay. load up. Uh-huh. Yep. J. Uh, you know, sees you. He's he's conducting some business of his own. Mm-hmm. Gives you gives you the hand, and the doors close behind you. I'm I'm gonna stand up and. <laughs> right. yeah, at least one one guard on the on the parapets like looks around, awkwardly waves <laughs> back. One of one of his one of his buddies like pushes him. <laughs> you made a friend. Way to go. Blow him a kiss. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to turn around and blow him a kiss. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what that would look like. <laughs> yeah, the time <laughs> it's going to look like I hit my nose and... <laughs> a boop a snoop! <laughs> a boop a snoop! <laughs> Long range pooping. <laughs> um, oh, a little risque there. Um, yep. I'll, yep. I'll grab the rickshaw. <laughs> Everybody... Climbs back into the rickshaw. This is only working because it's, you know, all yes. decimated planes. Yeah. This an all-the-time thing. So. Yes, yes. Yeah, you can see far to the north, a couple miles. Uh, well, I guess it's probably to the northeast of you now. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, like, a structure built into the mountain wall. Okay. And, uh, hey, Suna, bring out the little rock things and tell me where I need to turn and whatnot. Oh, I've got those. Okay, Calgrian, <laughs> bring out the little rock things and boop them together. I boop them together. I was like, well, I think we're going towards that large structure. Yeah, I think so too. Just make sure we're matching up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that looks like where you're going. Yeah. It would be Iacus' luck to be like, this is where we're going. <laughs> when I put the stones together, what, where do I see the dots? Uh, so there's that one way down by the river and the lake uh, that you're used to. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one, like I said, to the northeast of you. Okay. okay. All right. No more sentimentality. We can set Mariana free by destroying her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No sentimentality here. I was planning on murdering the bitch. <laughs> hey, I that's my line. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they'll oh, let her no. die, but. This is uh, going to be a getting line. Uh, okay. 
Well, since I'm running in front, I'm front of the line! <laughs> so, uh, you guys can make me a good old-fashioned wisdom check for perception. We haven't had one of those in a while. I'm going to apply my new background, Centaur Packmaster. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, boy. Awesome. Twenty. This was not the one My survivalist count towards us? Uh, yes, I would sure. say so. I would say so. 27. Okay. Find a background, so 18. Okay. 23. Okay. Um, I don't have a dust cloud in front of me. <laughs> yeah, so basically like, there's this, this wind that has kicked up uh, and kind of sort of blowing ash around and obscuring it. Um, however, all of you come to the realization, like, as you get closer and closer, the wind dies down for a second, and there are figures standing in front of what is effectively a 50-foot-tall archway that's carved into the side of the mountain. Mm -hmm. And they appear to be on all fours and are sort of a scaly red. Um, And they're just sort of looking around, and they don't appear to have seen you. What do they appear to... uh, Do they appear draconic in nature? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you... Recognize the basic, like, lanky, thin-limbed shape of a kobold. But they're just sort of milling about, looking in different directions. So I'll stop and say, I think we should sneak up and kill those bastards. I agree with that. Okay. (laughs) Stealth cow time. So, um, it, it is literally, like, a mile of just open territory between you and them. That's going to make stealth very hard. I can boost stealth on two people for five I minutes. I can turn into like, a raven, fly over, and make them look a different way. Well, you also travel that mile. A wild raven chase, them, yeah. <laughs> pull them a different way? Would they be interested in uh, a raven? Are there any birds in the sky? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not a, a bad idea yeah. to turn yeah. into a raven, and that will get you closer to them, but what about the rest of us? I can boost... Stealth on the rest of us for twenty minutes. Yeah, you could probably get there yeah. in twenty minutes. Not yeah. in the cart, but yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. you have to leave the cart behind. Yeah, of course. It's, so. not, it's not stealthy. No. Uh, yeah, let's go with that plan. I like it. The key to uh, to moving stealthily across an open plain is to stay low and to try to blend in. Stay low. Cow. I can get down and bear Dude. crawl my way. Like I still probably move as fast as these guys. Monk. I mean, if I really want to, <laughs> I really want to. So. All right. So soon it's gonna try to turn in a bird, turn into a bird, and draw them away. All right. You're. Okay, I'm gonna use stifled sounds on the three of us, which means you guys get advantage on your stealth check. Ooh, nice. All right. And it's a daily so. So we'll say, what what are you doing? To get their attention sooner. I'm making a bunch of noise and, you know, doing my wings a lot. And and then when I'm, if that doesn't work, then I'm going to swoop down near them for a pebble or something, fly back up and kind of spit it at them. Okay. So you three see Suna hop up, transform into a raven, and start squawking at them. And as she gets close, they clearly turn to look at her. And one of them, you know, they're, they're on all fours. One of them sort of sits back on his butt and points. 
and the other three just turn and look at Suna. And I'm going to try to fly just a little off to the side so they're looking off to the side from the way these guys are coming in. So you uh, you start flying near them, and one of them, if you think like a dog, the way they stand on their back legs, uh, it yeah, it stands on its back legs and is looking at Suna and just kind of like walks over and reaches out a finger and tries to like tries to touch you and if you if you flat back a little bit like it steps forward a little bit more tries to okay i'm gonna get a little close and the second it tries to i'm gonna back up a little bit let him walk a little bit and get a little close and try to at least keep them busy well, so only, only one of them's doing it. The other three are watching it. Okay, at least they're watching. That, that's they're still watching. Still, yeah, yeah. Even circles. Yeah, it, it uh, just like toddles forward and just, like tries to boop you, and then toddles forward, tries to boop you, and um, then after about ten or fifteen feet away from the the mouth of this archway, it uh, like stops and looks back over its shoulder, and then gets down on all fours and just pads back to sitting in front of the door. So they are guarded. But we are sneaking our way towards there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm going to go back and at least try to keep their attention on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, you you start flapping, and, you know, all four of them are watching Suna. Maybe if there's, like, a part of the building jutted out or something, I'll land and... and Shake my butt or see if they're still watching. Mm-hmm. So the three of you can roll me stealth. Yeah. I never got to roll advantage in this system. Right. 28. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For being a giant fucking really? cow. Like, it's motion impossible here. So, 24. Okay. Stacks. I know. 29. Okay. Damn! Wow, all of y'all. Got a 19 <laughs> So, surprisingly, the the one who, who failed was the sneaky one. <laughs> um, was it 24? Yeah. Uh, I had a, a background of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just make it 27. All right. So then you, you do not fail. <laughs> um, She's like, always I don't, I don't need one. any background. I'm like, I always will try and play one. So soon that keeps these things preoccupied for the most part, we'll say there's probably a couple of moments where like Suna has, you know, moved their field of vision out of a way that you were going. I think Ayakus probably got the highest roll. So you're like, you're fairly, oh, Gowder did. You're fairly certain. Like they had to have caught you out of their, their field of view at some point, but they're not. They're not doing anything. That's just a cow. <laughs> <laughs> like, these things have, you know, wide-set eyes on the sides of their heads. So, you know, Suna is, like, spinning some of them in circles because, you know, she gets up on a ledge and one of them turns around and, like, reaches up and tries to poke her. And, you know, when she spins back around, like, he had to have passed over where you're, where you're standing very still you know, up against the mountainside. Um, but he doesn't appear to be doing anything. So, looks like he knew I was there? Uh, or like he just, he like should if, have seen us. Yeah, like it. if you're standing up against a wall, like clearly his his head turned in a way that you should have been in his eyesight. 
He just didn't notice you. He just didn't notice okay, you. Okay, okay. It doesn't appear that they're will that they're like registering us and just not caring. Either. Yeah. Right. Uh, can we sneak attack them? If you'd like. I mean, <laughs> they're they're red dragon things. I mean, not to be racist, but yeah, we have uh, Your yes. racial profiling. So, yes, 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 with both my fists. About that. <laughs> now that you're closer, they are red, but they have uh, weird patches of color on them. Is my dagger vibrating? Yeah, they are not draconic, or possibly. Battery stopped pointing cobalt. Uh, let's. If I'm looking at them from this, from this, yeah, close, you're, you're pretty close. Uh, can I identify them, or at least get a better look at them and see? They are clearly kobolds, like in shape and basic form. We'll say they have these weird patches of like red scale, like deep crimson scales, and some uh, like sort of light greenish yellow and some pink. Uh, and some purple spots on them. So I'm gonna take a chance here when I, since I noticed that they have kind of stopped and not attacking. Mm-hmm. When one of them goes to boot me, I'm gonna touch it with like a feather or or boop it with my beak or something. I'm gonna touch it. Yeah, as soon as flapping in place and you you boop its claw, and when not you, painful or hurt it. No, no, like okay. you just lean forward and boop it on the claw, and when you do, it does this this circle and like turns around and looks at the others. And then turns back around and looks at you, and then reaches up his other claw. Trying <laughs> to boop you some more. Trying to boop you again. Did it, did it feel weird? Did it feel like a dragon when I booped it? I mean, it felt like a talon. It felt like a talon? It acted like a toddler. Yeah. Do these look like abominations like the other kobolds that we've seen have? Mm-mm. These don't look... They, they look like if you took a standard cobalt, gave it digitigrade, like dog legs, and bent it over so that it was on all fours. It's pure that these are even hostile. If they're regarding her... One way to find out. <laughs> Stand up. Oh, my. They all count on her. whistles. All four heads, like, snap to you. And then, you know, three of them sit, and one of them walks over to you, stands up so that it's it's probably about five foot tall at its highest. I'll hold my hand out like to a dog. It it reaches over and just, like, boops your hand with its claw. I'm glad we didn't attack <laughs> <laughs> it. It was your it, plan. It, it gets real close to you, uh-huh. sniffs, and, like, you can smell. It's got carrion breath, mm-hmm. basically, at which point it turns around. Pads back over to the other three and sits down. And just between the four of them, they are clearly covering the entirety of the expanse of the horizon. Okay, I'm going to take chances here. I'm going to swoop down and sit on one shoulder. It looks at you. One of the other ones looks at you. Ready to take off. Reaches up and boop. Boops you in the side with its claw. But nothing else? Nothing else happens. And then continues to in just watch the horizon. If it's watching so much, I wonder if it's linked with anything. I wonder if it's guarding and doesn't really care about things that aren't going in. 
Oh, one way to find out. On that note, I think that's where we'll we'll stop for this episode. We don't want to murder. <laughs> for a change. Hey, look, the two non-murder people did, were the ones suggested it. I was not the one that suggested it. Yeah. I was not the one. I still it. stand by my murder plan, like ninety-nine percent of the time. <laughs> oh, look at you! Aren't you so non-hostile? Crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at that, he didn't even fight back. <laughs> Clearly, I was justified. Uh, yeah. So, that's where we'll leave off. You guys got anything? Um, it's good to be back, even though y'all noticed we never left. <laughs> yeah, for, for you guys, nothing's changed over the last couple of months, but we uh, we haven't got to see each other in a while. Potentially the audio quality. If it's worse, that's not my fault. It's just bad acoustics. If it's better, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, you know, if we if we get a couple more backers, we can we can do something about that. Give us money and do mouth stuff so we can do mouth stuff to you. Better. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do mouth stuff, but let's let's do better mouth stuff. That's that's gonna end up being the. Welcome to the Average Venturing Party podcast where we do mouth stuff. Did we ever use that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, you know, find us at the usual places on Patreon, uh, our website, Facebook. As always, I'll link that stuff in the show notes. Uh, if you guys don't have anything, well, then thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>